podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And we're back for another podcast. Uh, with me this afternoon is Louis Ragoni. Hello, Dolphins. Rough night, huh? Rough night. Really rough night. Um, you know, you hoped they would be able to go into that game in the hostile environment and play a very good game. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like they did that. You know, they were they were not on their A game. You know, last night. Now, you know, we can we can go back to Sunday and say maybe it was. You know, just lag from the the efforts they put out against Buffalo and, you know, travel and all of that, Uh, you know, stress of the storm coming and all these other things. But uh, I don't know, you know, and then and then, you know, you had the uh, injury to Tua and that that had to really affect the team in a negative way. You know, I mean, you saw everybody line up and, and standing out over him and, you know, you had to you had to know that 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 had to be an emotional moment for those players. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No question about it. I mean, you know, think about how much has been going on, you know, between Tua getting hurt and whether he was going to play or not to begin with. Um, you know, the short week, the travel, the physicality of the game on Sunday, all, all of these things were factors. I mean, they were flat, Mike, but you know what? You know, going into the fourth quarter, we had a lead. It says a lot about our football team and it says a lot about where we are, you know, in the AFC in regard to, you know, my thoughts are that we are one of the stronger teams when we're at full strength. And last night, obviously, we weren't. I mean, you know, the game changed quite a bit, not only after Tua's injury, but then after X-Man's injury as well. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that kind of sealed, sealed our fate because, you know, they it, it was so – it was unbelievable how they just started attacking down the field the minute X-Man went out of the game. And, um, you know, regardless of the fact he hasn't been grading out all that well, he's still a factor. And, um, you know, teams don't really – challenge him. I know he did get burnt on the one long touchdown last night when we sent the full out blitz, but um I mean listen, it was a perfect throw and it was a catch. You yeah, know obviously I mean? he's obviously not healthy. No, no. And he you know he was playing on a bad leg to be begin with, Mike, but you know, it wasn't like, you know, Higgins was ten yards behind right, him. I mean right. if the throw was not perfect, then he's breaking that play up. If he threw it even Agreed. you know a millimeter behind slightly behind Higgins, he's breaking that pass up. I mean, when they showed the replay, his hand was right there. He just missed it. Now, like they say, sometimes you just have to give the other team credit. Absolutely. I say it all the time. I mean, sometimes you just have to, you have to give Burrow credit. He stood in the pocket. You know, we kind of telegraphed what we were doing. You know, they, on the replay, they also showed our safeties looking to the complete opposite side, you know, so Burrow knew he was going to have man the man. And he just threw a ball up, and it just sure. so happened to be a perfect pass. And um, 
You know, and they hit on that. But um, as you mentioned, you know, there, there was so many factors. And, you know, as I mentioned, going into the fourth quarter, you know, we had a lead. You know, we're up by one point. We had opportunities. And, you know, Mike, the thing that bothers me in a football game more than anything is leaving plays on the field. And, you know, you can go back to the first half and it, it, it may have possibly been enough to carry us through this football game had we hit on a couple of touchdowns in the first half. Um, Edmonds dropped one. Right. It cost us an easy four points right there. Yeah. And uh, to a, I mean, horribly under through Hill on another play where Hill was breaking behind the guys. If he would have threw the ball a second or two earlier, and he had the opportunity to do it. I mean, there was he had a good pocket to throw to. When, when I watched all the replays again, on the game, he kind of hitched for a second or two and then threw the ball a little bit late. And, um, you know, I mean, Hill had to come back for the football. If he, if he throws that ball on time, that's another touchdown. And that may have been enough to carry us. When he's throwing deep to Hill, it has to get out of his hand quick because otherwise he's not going to reach him. Agreed. I mean, listen, you know, these guys have been working, Mike, since the summer together. Um, so I, I didn't quite understand what the issue was. It was just not a good throw. He didn't position himself in a way to where, you know, he, he was in he position. He was probably I trying say. to look off the safety, you know. And then- I, it's, you know what? When Tyree kills running down the field, Mike, as long <laughs> as you lead him, there's nobody catching his ass. You know, it's yep. that simple. You know, so they left like 11 points on the field in the first half. And, you know, when you look at the final score, you know, I don't know how we would have approached the fourth quarter if we would have had those touchdowns early on. You know, we would have probably been able to attack them a little bit more. Um, you know, I don't know what the situation would have been, but, you know, those plays left on the field in the first half always come back to bite you in the ass. We also had a blocked field goal. I mean, and, you know, yeah. you're talking about, I mean, literally, literally, 14 points left on the field in the first half of that football game. And in the end, you know, it, you know, it, it cost us a couple of turnovers. Yes. You know, I mean, the Bridgewater interception. I mean, I, what were your thoughts on his game last night, Mike, before we get into, you know, all the other, you know, well, the deep pass that he threw was perfect. Uh, right. <laughs> I didn't hate his game, but I didn't like it either. Yeah. I look at it this way, you know, I thought he did a very decent job, all considering, right? Short week. I'm sure he didn't get a lot of reps. I mean, maybe – I don't think no, anybody no, on the not. team – right. Nobody on the team yeah, got no, a lot of they, reps. I think all they had was a walkthrough. I don't think they did much else. You know, so here's a guy who hasn't, you know, hasn't really played in the game all season, right, for the most part. Um, he came in and, you know, he threw for almost 200 yards. I mean, the interception to me – was just miscommunication. I mean, as I watched it over and over again, I was trying to figure out what the thought process was. Nah, I and, think that was on him personally, but I could yeah. be wrong. Well, uh, when, when, if you watch Kasiki, he's running to daylight. When I watched, right, when I watched it though, Mike, it looked like he had daylight just staying straight, you know, going up yep. the field. And as big as he is, yep. to me, it seemed like he was just, you know, he just assumed that he was going to continue straight. And instead, he kind of did a slant into the middle of the field and it was miscommunication. It wasn't like it was a horrible throw in the double coverage. You know, right, it, it was right. a it was a situation where I think with, a, with with ten days of work ahead, if he is in fact a quarterback, those type of things get cleaned up. You know, I felt he did a decent job getting away from pressure at times and and uh, creating a little bit more time. 
especially on a pass to Sherfield, you know, down by the uh, inside the 10-yard line. I think it was a big third down, and he, he avoided a couple of tacklers and made a nice throw there. You mentioned the throw to Tyreek down the field. I mean, that was right on the money. The defender was there. Tyreek is just, just a phenomenal receiver. I mean, you give him the ball with an opportunity to catch it, and damn it, he's going to do it. He damn near stole that ball from the defender on that ball that we just talked about, the yep. two it threw underneath. Yep. You know, he damn near came back and got that one. He's fun to watch. He's fun to watch. He's an incredible talent. I mean, 160 yards last night, I think he went for, if I'm not mistaken, on 10 receptions. I mean, he he had an extremely good game. But um, overall, I think in the end, you know, the plays that we left on the field in the first half. 14 targets, to, uh, 10 receptions. Yeah. The plays we left on the field in the first half inevitably done did us in in the second half. Um, you know, they scored 13 fourth quarter points. You know, that last touchdown, you know, obviously came when they just started bombs in a way on, you know, bombing it away on our guys. You know, once X-Man was out of the game, they attacked us immediately. We didn't really have an answer to that. You know, no. thus the importance of our corners. I mean, people just don't get it. They really don't. Yeah, I know. They A lot of people are you know, down on Howard because he had a bad game last week and, you know, he had a bad game this week if, you, if you're looking at grades. And, uh, you know, but you you got to understand what he's being asked to do. He's being asked to cover their best receiver man-on-man with little help every week. No help. Yep. He's out there on an island. Yep. You know, the other guy gets paid too, so he's going to give up some catches. That's just life. Yeah. I mean, Chase, Mike, he had a catch to start the game and then he was non-existent thereafter. And- yep. You know, Higgins, I, I don't know what they were doing, but they then put Higgins on X-Man, and I guess because early in the game, X-Man was doing a good job on Chase. I don't know what the situation was. but well, they, they knew they knew how it, uh, he was running on a bad leg. Yeah, yeah. They well, it. they attacked him. They, they attacked them. They didn't attack him, Mike, as much as I thought they would uh-huh. under those circumstances. I mean, yes, they did beat him on the one long throw. But other than that, they didn't really throw at him an awful lot, you know, early on. I think late in the game, they realized that, you know, he wasn't playing at full strength. And I don't know if that dash all the way down the sideline, chasing Higgins helped his, you know, groin or whatever it is, his hamstring, whatever it is, that's that's messed up. Um, You know, but overall, Mike, I mean, the defense... You know, you talk about the effort and the fourth down. I mean, when are teams going to learn that you're not going to run the football on us? I mean, me and you talked about this during the game last night. Not up the middle. I, I, the first time I called you when they started running up the middle, and I said, Mike, when are these teams going to learn? Second time they attempted a bunch of, you know, third, fourth down attempts at running the football. I said it again. When are they going to learn? And then a third time they did the same exact thing and had to settle for a field goal late in the game. I mean, our run defense right now, you know, the guys up front. And it's not it's not just the guys up front. Yeah. Um, well, what do you mean by that? Well, I'm, I'm looking at uh, how, how some of the grades went. And uh, when you're talking about run defense, Wilkins was number one, 76-5. Uh, Jalen Phillips was number two at 74-2. Mm-hmm. Baker, 73-3. And I thought he had an outstanding game last night. Mm-hmm. Needham, 71-3, Jenkins, 69-5, and Riley, 69-5. Flowers. Flowers only played a couple. There's no reason. Yeah, 77. Um, Van Ginkle, 65. And and, uh, 
Sealer had 77-4 against the run as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are our guys up front for the most part, Mike, yep. other than Needham. I mean, yep. so, you know, what I, what I was getting at is, is when you look across our line, yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear Ogba's name an awful lot, but maybe they were just double teaming him on the outside. But the other guys, Wilkins and Seiler and Baker and Land and Roberts, all those guys, you know, Duke Riley, all those guys are playing really solid football up front. Um, you know, they're doing the job because, you know, I think they were in a lot of nickel last night. It seemed to me that's what they were doing for the majority of the first part of the game before X-Man went out. Yep. And um, they, 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 were, they were trying to run the football. I mean, we, we were all trying to figure out why they continued to attempt to run the football when they weren't being successful. And that was the reason why, because we lined up, I believe, in a nickel defense most of the time. And they were saying, you know what? They're going to do that. We're just going to run on them. And guess what? They weren't able to. I mean, you know, Mixon averaged about two and a half yards a carry uh, last night, if that. I mean, they just did a great job of stuffing them. You know, they and they didn't have really any other rushers. I mean, Burroughs had five attempts for six yards. Um, Perrine had one for zero yards. So you look at this combined rushing numbers, and they had a total of 30 rushes for 67 yards. I mean, that doesn't amount to an awful lot of yards. That's a little bit over two yards a carry. Yeah. So they did a phenomenal job that way. And when you look at their overall offense, Mike, against our defense, they had – 371 total yards offense, we had 378. We actually had more total yards offense than they did. Yeah, we also outgained them per play. Right. And you factor in that a lot of those yards came on that very last – I mean, they must have had at least 60, 65 yards on that very last drive where they scored that late touchdown once X-Man was Uh out of the game. I mean, so – you know, they kind of pulled up a little bit close to us. But, but overall, the defense did another good job on a very short week. You know, like you said, in a, in a, hot, in a hostile environment, they went in there. They, they were up to the task. You know, unfortunately, the offense, you know, lacked a little bit last night. They were, um, you know, they, they just didn't play a, a, an extremely good game once again, you know, through three quarters. Again, we had, you know, we had plays left on the field and, we wound up with 15 total points for the game. Yep. So you got to get in the end zone. <laughs> got to get in the end zone. That's the nature of the beast. You got to so. get in the end zone. Um, you know, you look at this, Mike, and you know, you you saw the AFC champs last night. Two of night. ten on third down. You know, two two conversions out of ten last night. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, not Bridgewater, good. You know, Bridgewater was able to. Um, he got one of those on on a running play late in the game, you know, where yeah. um, he broke out of the pocket and ran for a first down. So, yeah, that does not that that's not a good statistic. I mean, they they just didn't, you know, they just didn't uh, do didn't a good have job. a great game last night. That's that, you know, and Cincinnati has a good defense, so you know they're going to make you struggle a little bit, but they do. I mean, I thought, you, you know, we had six penalties. You know, we we were doing things to stop ourselves as well. Yeah, there were times, absolutely. There were absolutely times where you know penalties did hurt us, and just you know, again, Mike, you know, between the penalties and leaving plays on the field, in the end, that's going to bite you in the ass, and and it most definitely did. When you look at the numbers from the game, right? You know, Tua and Bridgewater combined for over three hundred yards passing, right? Yep. Uh, Mozart averaged over four yards a carry rushing. Fifteen hit, carries, yeah. right? Fifteen carries had almost seventy yards. Tyree Kill had one hundred and sixty yards receiving. I mean, you look at the numbers and you're like, 
you know, we were able to move the football on that Hold defense. On I have an announcement to make now. Okay. Uh, Sherfield did have uh, 55 yards. So Yeah, how about that? Daniel's guy finally contributed finally, a little yeah. bit, huh? Uh-huh. Daniel, pat yourself on the back in week four. You know, we'll give you a little star on your helmet for this week. Gasicki um, had a positive uh, pass blocking grade, so that's 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 progress. It was only two snaps, that, but right, but it's still progress. Mike Gasicki. I mean, I'll tell you one thing. I mean, in this offense, our our tight ends have been not absolutely non-existent. Yep. I know there was a lot of talk about our running schemes and our running game with McDaniel and this and that and. I'll be honest with you. You know, we're we're still passing the ball an awful lot week in and week out. I know last week we didn't. I think it was simply because Buffalo held the ball for about three out of the four quarters the game was played last week. But, you know, with all this being said, I mean, you know, we threw the ball almost 40 times again, again last night. And again, that was with, you know, Tua being out, you know, a good, a good portion of the game. You know, that was with a backup quarterback throwing the ball 23 times. So, so you know Mozart, you know, Mozart had a pretty solid game, and you know the running, you know the the running schemes that everybody talked about prior to the season with McDaniel, you know we're throwing the ball an awful lot, and I do understand why because we've got pass catchers, but the tight ends are just non-existent in our offense. I mean, you know, Gasicki had two catches last night, and Smythe is just non-existent. I mean he. I think overall for the season, Mike, I don't know through four games if they have 10 catches combined between them. 10. Yep. You know, not a lot. They're Agreed. not used. Even, yep. even down by the goal line, you, know, you would think that you, know, you would see something to that effect. It's not happening. I'm not quite sure if that's going to take place. I mean, so far, a quarter through, through the season, uh, we, we've seen no production whatsoever out of them. Um, so maybe it's, you know, maybe they're helping out blocking the majority of the plays and we're trying to get as much protection as possible to help maybe the right tackle. I don't know, but, um, you know, it, it's non-existent at this point. It really is. I mean, it's basically Waddle and, um, and Hill and then yeah, a little I mean, sprinkle if, of if a they few are other getting guys. the ball, they're, they're not, uh, they're not big gains, you know, they're not uh, hitting them down the field. Right. They're not hitting them down the field. They're not, you know, Gasicki has a touchdown so far this season on a great catch, you know, in the Baltimore game. But past that, I mean, you know, he had a nice catch last night on a beautiful throw by Tua. I mean, my goodness. Yes. I mean, in between three guys, just absolutely great throw. You know, so, uh, you know, frustrating game last night, but, you know, there are some positives to take out of it, you know, I mean, we went, like you said, it was a night game, a hostile environment, and, uh, you know, they went toe-to-toe with them, you know, up until late in the game with, you know, with our quarterback and and arguably our best defensive player out in the fourth quarter. So, you know, no. I, I'm not I'm not disappointed in their effort, but I don't think they were on their A game, like not I said at all. earlier. You know, they just, they, they weren't hitting on all cylinders. Uh, and, and when they do, they you know they will play better. I do think they matched up pretty well with Cincinnati until X went out of the game. Yep, agreed. And and Mike, I think that you know it us at full strength and them at full strength, we're a better football team than they are. I, I that's that's my personal thoughts with the additions we made this year. I know they're the AFC champs, but I guarantee if we played them again and we are at full strength. 
and we're not on a short week coming off of that Buffalo yeah. game. It's a different outcome. Yeah, that was a brutal game. That was just a brutal game. Yes. From an effort standpoint, they had to be still feeling the effects because it was a very physical game as well. It was physical and the heat and just everything involved in it. I mean, to come back from that game, and it was not an easy game. I mean, you know, it wasn't by a no situation. Means. By no means. I mean, you know, we're... You know, I mean, the defense was on the field for the, the majority of the game. I yep. mean, so, you know, when I look at it, you know, in a different circumstance, we would beat this football team. You know, we, we you know, if we went out and we, man, they just smoked us, I'd be like, wow, you know, they, we've got, we've got a serious situation here. I, I'm not worried about Cincinnati if we play them again. I'm just not. Yeah, I would I would agree with you. I just didn't feel like they were that much better. I just didn't. Uh, no, I mean, T. No. Higgins is a problem, and they've got to find a way to solve that. But they can, they you know, they can find a way to solve that. So yes, absolutely. I mean, you, you know, know the, they can help. They can help X Man out. I mean, once Jones comes back, Mike, that would be a, a big help to them as well. Agreed. Because you can Agreed. switch. You know, you can switch coverages up, and you know, yep. ice. Help the safety can help on one side or the other, depending on how they line up, you know? Yeah, we spent a lot of money for Jones, you know, and uh, we're not getting the benefit of that cash, you know? <laughs> not right now, we're not, but right. we will. We have yeah. a long way to go, yeah. Mike. Long yeah. way to go. All um, right, so let, let's talk about the... Uh, the elephant in the, the room, elephant right? in the room, yeah. Last week, we, went, we watched Tua get hit, and we heard the explanation, and the explanation was he had a back injury. Mm -hmm. And he aggravated it when he was tackled hard, and that caused him to stumble. Right. And that's a really hard sell when he comes back four days later, five days later, whatever it is, and uh, has the same problem again. I mean, he gets slammed on his head, and, uh, you know, he he, he, he was out. And uh, there's going to be... <laughs> Obviously, a lot of attention put on this team for that, and uh, right or wrong, you know whether they were right or wrong, we don't know. You know, they have to. The team doctor has to approve his return to the game, and the independent neurologist has to approve his return to the game. That had to happen. So, if that happened, as they say it happened, then he was not concussed last week. If they did the proper tests and all of that. Uh, which you think, you know, that, that they're responsible to do that. So you would think they did it. At least I would think they did it, right? Of course, it's protocol. I mean, exactly. you know, th here's the thing, Mike. I mean, there were there were reports today from ex-football players that said that the con concussion protocol is is a joke. And that's not that that's not up as fan. I mean, us as fans, maybe we're naive to it. Maybe. You know, because I, I've made comments to where this is not the 70s, you know, where, you know, they gave you some smelling salt and right. they said, get back out there, you right. know, get back out there. That well, might have happened in know. the 80s, too. <laughs> and it may have, I'm sure it happened in the 80s as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, this concussion protocol has been in place for a while now. And, you know, with the way, you know, with the amount of money the NFL has, they have the pro, they should have, unless they want to get sued. Uh, for for everything they they have, um, the proper people in place to do what is necessary. Now you know if if in fact they did, which I truly believe they did, what they were supposed to do, then the Dolphins are not at fault here. Two is not at fault. I mean, listen, the players, 
inevitably are the ones that make their decision. It's their bodies. I mean, there's a lot of players on the field that'll say, listen, I'm just not going to go. I'm not going to risk getting hurt. Um, most guys are warriors. They want to go out there and do what's necessary. But there's a lot of guys out there that, that won't take that risk either because they know in the end that, you know, it could, it could affect them for the rest of their lives. I mean, I don't know what Tua's thought process was. Um, well, I can he, tell you what most players would feel. I, I, I think at the quarterback position, most of those guys are leaders. Most of those guys, especially the newer quarterbacks, are, are trying to prove themselves. And I, I think the inclination is to get out there if you can get back out there. I just think that's human nature. Absolutely, right. And if the doctors are telling you, Mike, that you are okay to do so, then I listen, if I was on the football field and I'm trusting in what the doctors are telling me and I'm cleared, I'm out there. I'm yeah. not, not going to say, well, you know what? And you know what? If Tua did not feel up to par, and I saw nothing in that first half. I mean, nothing. I mean, he came out right out of the gate, extremely sharp. Um, I saw not even when he threw the interception, he came to the sideline. He, you know, he recognized the fact that he screwed up. He was talking to the coach. They had, you know, they had the camera mm -hmm. on him. There was nothing. I mean, nothing that, you know, that, that when you were watching him play, you were like, you weren't saying, you know what, this guy's just not right. I mean, something is definitely wrong until he with hit the this ground. guy. You know. Well, I mean, Mike, he got slammed by a 350-pound guy. I mean, you know, and, and it was a violent hit, and it should have been, it should have been a penalty. Should have been flagged, yes, I mean, I agree. It, it was excessive. roughness. <laughs> it was excessive. He threw him to the ground hard. I mean, once he had him wrapped up, it was not necessary. I mean, I've seen. And a bit this, later, they did the same thing to Mozart. Right. Exactly. And, and, and they got penalized on yep. that. I mean, th the bottom line is, is that if that's Tom Brady, I mean, I've seen some petty ass shit take place. The penalty flag would have been thrown. I mean, you know, it, to me, it was excessive. Number one, you know, number two, Tua had the opportunity and I, you know, you can't blame a guy, but he had the opportunity to, to get rid of the football. He looked downfield, looked to the left, looked to the right, held the football way too long. And inevitably, you know, that's what took place. Now, you know, with all that being said, you know, past all that, you know, all the, all the people that look in hindsight are saying, ah, he shouldn't have played, he should have did this, he should have did that. There was nothing up until that hit, and it was an extreme hit, to show, to show you anything that one thing had anything to do with the, anything to do with the other. There's certain guys that are going to be a little bit more um, suspect to getting a concussion in situations. I mean, Aikman talks about it all the time. He had what, eight or nine during yep. his career. Yep. And, you know, at some point, you know, you have to understand that this is the possibility that th th this may very well take place with you. And knowing that, you know, he just came off of something to that effect, probably throw the ball away or just take off of the sidelines, do whatever's necessary. Well, I'm, I'm you know? certainly not going to blame him for getting no, sacked. You know, I mean, it happens. He, he didn't see it coming. No, no. <laughs> you know, um, he, he just didn't see it coming. And, and even if he did, I mean, you know, that happens. Right. There's nothing the you game. can do, right? You don't right. expect a guy to body slam you like that. I'm just yeah. saying, what I'm saying is, is that he was well aware of what was taking place around him, Mike. What I'm getting at is this, is that, if he was in a fog out there and didn't understand the circumstance and, some, and he's just standing in the pocket and not throwing the ball 
every time he drops back for five or six seconds and just just off, just off. And then he gets hurt again. I get it. I totally get where everybody is at. Do you follow me on this? You know, as far as what I'm saying? I I just think people are quick to point fingers and, and, you know, it's easy to point fingers, but we just don't have the information. All right. We got a break for a moment and uh, we'll be back right after these messages. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Right. Well, we do have the information, Mike. The the NFL has already... And they, they they have all the documentation. Well, what they, else they, they have to say? Well, yeah. I mean, but Mike. There's, still, there's an investigation to be done that has yet to be completed. But what else can be said? Honestly, what else can be said? Who are you going to try? Tua already came out and said that was the fact. The, all the doctors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you're missing is the, the NFLPA launched an investigation and they want to know uh, what the neurologist did, what tests did they run? What were the findings of those tests? They want all the information out on the table. Right. Uh, so that's that's the um, lengthy process that takes at least a couple of weeks, they said. <laughs> really? A yep. couple of weeks? Yep. Now, well, why? They, they, inter- they interview the people involved. It's, it's not just getting the information, but it's actually interviewing them. Well, Mike, guess what? Interviews take all of about an hour each, a yep. couple of weeks, really. I mean, that, that's all this is, 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 is the NFL blowing smoke up our ass. That's all it is. And I mean, well, it's the NFLPA. Well, listen, like I said, the NFLPA. The NFL is saying we did nothing wrong. That's what the NFL is and, saying. And the NFLPA wants to know. I, I need all the details before right. I think you did nothing wrong. Exactly, and that's fine and dandy. They're going to get them. Everything's going to be in place. I mean, I, let me tell you something. I could almost guarantee that nothing was done improperly here. Period. It's that simple. I mean, once, I tend to agree with you, but we'll see. I mean, you're talking about you're talking about getting sued. I mean. And, and Mike, you know what, even if they, even if they find something, right, do you honestly believe at some point that the NFL, who basically puts these people in place, are going to admit to this? I mean, I don't see it. I just don't. I mean, there's just no way. That's a whole nother conversation. Well, I mean, it's a whole other conversation, but it's not going to happen because it, it's just that it, it, it's not going to take place. It's as simple as that. They hire these doctors. These doctors do the reports. They have all the documentation before they clear a guy. They know what's at, at yeah, stake here that, if they do you know, stupid stuff. I mean, yeah, and if they were incorrect, the NFL P 
EPA wants them fired. So, <laughs> well, the fired, I mean, they can sue the NFL. Yeah. If they're putting, Mike, if there's a find in this circumstance, okay, let's just say, let's just say, you know, hypothetically that they in fact do find that this has taken place. What, what happens then? Then all of a sudden the questions come out. Well, Jimmy, Jesus, how many times have you guys done this in the past with players? I mean, right. you know, and then you're opening up a whole different can of worms. You know, I mean, I, I don't see it happening. I don't well, see this ultimately, going. If they, if, they're, if they do find fault, because there's talk, as you said, that there's, there's players who are not happy about the entire process. Right. Maybe they redesign the process. I don't, you know, Mike, listen, dear, I, I will tell you this. Each individual is different, right? Yep. I, I understand that. Sure. I mean, every circumstance is different. I mean, we have seen. So, <laughs> well, so Larry Zonka doesn't have any, any damage to him whatsoever. And nobody had more collisions than he did. Right. And Jim Kick had issues late yep. in his career. I mean, there's a lot of guys at a very young age that have, that have had, you know, the condition, you yep. know, to where they just go downhill at a very, very young age. And then there's other guys that are, you know, 80 years old that are still alive and running around, you know? Sure. So, you know, every individual is different. And, um, you Genetics. know, you, all you can do is base what the findings were. And if, in fact, they covered something up, which I, I truly don't believe they did, nobody. I mean, I, I, you know, I believe McDaniel when he says that he is absolutely not the type of coach that's going to put a player in harm's way. Absolutely. And Mike, to that point, I go back to my point earlier. If McDaniel felt that Tua being on the field for any reason was going to hurt us and not help us, he has a very capable backup quarterback. It's not like you're going from, you know, uh, Joe Montana to uh, Pat White. You follow what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's a situation. Oh, bad example where, there, Pat White. <laughs> well, no, it, it's the perfect example yeah, because that's the extreme. Okay, yeah. that's exactly what I'm saying. You're not going from from the the, the best NFL quarterback in the history to to one of the the worst. I mean. You're going from a guy that's very capable of winning a football game for you. I mean, that's why he's here to begin with. So all across the board, I mean, McDaniel is a head coach. If he saw anything, an inkling, I, I can almost guarantee you this, an inkling of Tua not being 100% yep. on his game, he would not have been on the football field, especially on a short I do. That's the feeling that I get. I just don't think he would have done it to Tua. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think anybody in the organization would have did it to him, you know, not with the way he's playing. I mean, you know, we, we, we inevitably lost the game anyway, but they're not going to put, you know, somebody in jeopardy for an extended period of time, a guy that you're depending on over one football game. I mean, all of this, all of this to me is just, you know, it, it, it's another hit at our organization. I mean, I heard people blaming Stephen Ross and, <laughs> and, you know, blame it. I mean, what, what the frig does he have to do with anything, Not you know, thing. in regard? I mean, do you think he's calling down? And I mean, they watch, people watch too many movies and too many, <laughs> you know, they're, they're watching North Dallas 40, you know, that was made in the, what, the early 80s. And that was based on... Things that took place I in the sixties. That was made in the seventies, if I'm not. It mistaken. may have been made in the late seventies, yep. but it, you know, it was based on a, a wide receipt. The wide, the guy that wrote the movie and wrote the book 
played for the Dallas Cowboys and Tom Landry in right. the late sixties. Right. It was all. That, it was type, all. Uh, yeah. That, it was type, a mirror of Dallas. That, that type of stuff was going on back then and into the seventies and probably, as you mentioned earlier, into the eighties. But you know, nowadays when everything is looked over with with a fine tooth comb. You can't, you can't do these kind of things and expect to get away with it. It's that simple. So, I mean, you know, this whole conspiracy thing out of nowhere, I think, is just, you know, it, it's just to get headlines. It's just to sensationalize things. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely. To create, it's, it's, they're, they're trying to create something. It's, it's the way society is nowadays. And, um, you know... I would look at this a lot differently if I saw Tua in a different light going into the football game, and I didn't. I saw him being perfectly healthy and playing a pretty doggone football game up to that point, you know, up to the point he got hurt. Yeah, no, he he was certainly about himself. He was he was throwing the ball fairly well. He was uh, getting the plays called, you know, without hesitation. They weren't called for delay a game, you know, a bunch. Yeah. You know, you'd think his wits were there, but, you know, it's it's not a matter of that. It's a matter of once you get a concussion, you're much more prone to getting another one. And it's going to, and Mike, going forward, it's going to be the same situation. Yep. I mean, you know, when we drafted him, we understood, you know, that there were, you know, that he's a small guy. I mean, you know, a bigger guy, you can't, you can't swing a guy like Josh Allen to the ground like that. You can't do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, two is a little guy. And I mean, that's why I felt the guy should have been penalized. I mean, two, yep. two is like a third of the size of that guy. And I mean, it just was very, very it wasn't unnecessary. Yep. It really was. I mean, you know, if, if you have Josh Allen in your grasp and th- there's probably a need to grab him and throw him down because there's a good chance he's going to break that tackle. And there's other guys, there's other quarterbacks in the league that are big and strong and elusive, but, you know, Tua doesn't happen to be one of them. And, you know, again, it just wasn't a necessary hit. And it was, Mike, it it was brutal. I mean, the way he hit the ground, I mean, he he was up in the air and came at full, you know, thank God, you know, he was able to fly home with the team and everything, you know? So, you know, and again, Mike, here we are again. You know, we're in a situation where he just, if he did get a concussion on this past Sunday and they brought him to another hospital, right, where they had other individuals looking at him last night. Right. I mean, if it was a situation where they were like, man, this guy, you know, something's not right here. He wouldn't have been flying home with the team last night. You know, they would have kept him for a couple of days. And, you know. Sure. Run their tests or doing whatever Run their they had te- to do. Did more, right? Did did more? You know, I'm just not sure you can identify that. That's all. You know, the the uh, CTE and that type of thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, right now it's 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 out of it's out of fans' hands and it's out of our hands. We can only throw our opinions at everything, and I mean, you know, everything I've said is is personally. My opinion on the matter, I think right. that you, we all as fans trust in the NFL. And, you know, I got into an argument with my son earlier today because he was complaining about, you know, the NFL playing on Thursday nights and, um, you know, that this is bullshit, that they do this, that, you know, they don't care about the players, um, you know, and, and we're well aware of that. And they I care about money. I told him, <laughs> I said, stop watching them. If, if you disagree with what they do, 
don't watch them. I mean, you know, we all know as fans that it's a money-making machine, okay? Yep. It's a money-making machine. That's it. You know, you have Thursday night games because there's a network paying them extra money to play on another given night. It's more money from that for them. The yeah. Sunday night games are the same thing. The Monday night games are the same thing. It's a money if they, they could play every night of the week. Contracts. Money, of course they do. It's all about money. No team, unless they and, and Mike, this is probably workable if they really looked at this. No team should be coming back from a Sunday game and traveling or even at home playing a Thursday night game, especially traveling to another city and playing on a Thursday night. If they want to incorporate Thursday night games, they should in fact have a bye week or something to yeah, that effect. It should be regional games as well, you know, a Cleveland against Cincinnati or, you know, that well, type of thing. But well, Mike, that just that just eliminates a little bit of travel. The point is there's still two teams playing on a Thursday night, okay? That 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 helps to to to, to a very small extent. What I'm saying is <laughs> is that they should have these guys playing coming off a bye week on a Thursday night, then it's not a friggin' problem, okay? Yeah. Then you come back, okay, we got the Dolphins playing a Thursday night. After they come back from their bye week, then they have another 10 days. The problem with that is you've got 17 Thursdays, and you're not going to want to get okay, people bye so, weeks in the first you know, four or five weeks. Listen, I get that. I, you'd have to start them some, you know, late in the season or to some extent, but that's their problem, okay? You know, it, it, you can't complain about what the NFL does and, and all of this nonsense, these Thursday night games, but yet you support them. I mean, you know, stop watching them. Everybody that is, is complaining about them playing on Thursday night games, guess what? Boycott the Thursday night games. Nobody turn in on a Thursday night, and we'll see where, where everybody goes with that, right? <laughs> okay, as a football fan. You know, you, 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 you know, it's like telling a dog not to eat. You can't, right, you, you can't. <laughs> Have your cake and eat it too. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I love watching Thursday night games. I do. I love watching football every night of the week if I could. But is it right to the players? Absolutely not. I mean, especially after a game like we played on Sunday night. You're not getting the best product, okay? Right. But this is the NFL. They want to make money. They the won't play- do Fridays because of high school football. And they, uh, you know, they don't do Saturdays because of college football. So. Yep. So there you have it. So then it became Thursday night. But it's up to the players, okay, when they negotiate these contracts to say, hey, look, you know, we need to eliminate these Thursday night Yeah, we'll extend the season by a week, but we want these gone. We want the Thursday night games gone, and that's all that's to it. And, um, you know, the Players Association, you know, in, in regard to investigating this whole situation, I mean, I would assume that when they negotiate these contracts and because of all the issues we've had uh, with these players, you know, committing suicide and whatnot from concussions, um, that everything is in place, you know, or they're assuming everything is in place because when they negotiate, that has to be part of the equation. So the thing we can't answer, Lewis, is would he have been concussed under the same circumstances on Sunday rather than Thursday? Well, would those few extra days matter? Listen, the way I look at it is this, and and we let's go back to the Sunday game because we talked about him having a concussion. 
Okay. Now you watch the game. I you watch the game just like I did. Every fan out there, you know, including Dolphin fans that would just happen to watch the game. You tell me when he came out in the second half if you saw a guy out there playing as if he was no, he seemed concussed. Fine. Exactly. That's my point. I mean, you know, end the story. I mean, he didn't come out there and show anything over the course of the rest of that football game that, that showed you that he, in fact, did have a concussion. No, he what, he, what made everybody think he had was, the concussion was the gumby legs, you know, when he, when he kind of collapsed. Yeah, and, and me and you talked about that. And, you know, the thing that I felt was so weird with that whole situation was the fact that he seemed to be having a very normal conversation with the trainer or whoever mm-hmm. it was that came out with him. And then all of a sudden he just bloop, he buckled and then he walked a little bit more and he buckled again. And then he ran into the tunnel and then he came out in the second half. I mean, yep. you know, so everybody's looking at this in hindsight. And, you know, the bottom line is, is that he came back out in the second half last week. He didn't show any of any effects of, of somebody having a concussion. He started the game here on Thursday night with not showing any effects. And you know, I don't I don't think anything is overly related other than the fact that, yeah, Mike, he could be a guy that is going to have to deal with this the rest of his career, you know? Yeah, um, I, I know he's got a neck uh, neck brace on. Yes. And, yep. uh, you well, he know, got he's got to he, yeah, he's he's gotta heal up. So, you know, he's, he's going to be out a while, I think. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, Mike, you know, right now, I mean, boy, the Dolphins really have to tread on thin water, don't they? I think so. What are we going to look at in regard to him being on the field at the Jets next week in regard to the media just completely attacking our organization, saying, oh, come right. on, this guy two weeks in a row right. you know, got rattled and you guys are throwing him out there again. I mean, they're going to be in a really bad position. And, and he could be completely healthy by that point. I mean, he's got 10 days. Yep. But there's still gonna, it's still going to be the talk. You know, there's still going to be like, I can't believe this guy should sit out for a month. You know, this type of shit is going to take place now. And there's, there's no way around it. Does he need a month? Does he get better in three weeks? Does it take six weeks? I mean, you know, what's the timetable for this? You is know? he better already? I right. mean, you know, I mean, it took him three days before he was back on the field, you know, with the last concussion, you know, right. he, he he had gotten. So, you know, I mean... You know, it, it's really, really a touchy situation. It's very, very sad that our organization as a whole, again, this is another thing that we got to deal with now, and it just seems like this shit follows us. Yeah. Wait, because yeah. The, the product on the field is extremely good this year, and, um, you know, going forward, you know, I hope it's not a major distraction for the football team. Um, of course it is. My personal opinion is you probably sit him out a couple of weeks and that gets well, the, the heat off your back. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking the jet game and, and then you see where he is, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, then you go from there. You take it week to week, but yep. I would think to just squash a lot of this, you know, because the media is just attacking it above and beyond. And so are former players. So are former players and, and whatnot. There's a definite concern. I mean, obviously, the whole team was out on the field when he was down on the ground. I mean, the whole yeah. team. I mean, you know, look, we, I want whatever is best for him. Of course. Uh, whether of course. it's sitting out 10 days or the rest of the season, whatever is better for him is, right. is what they need to do. 
And that's I what the organization. I don't have that answer. You know, the organization would do that as well, Mike McDaniel. You know, the high brass. They're not. They're not going to put this kid's. You know, uh, the rest of his life in jeopardy. Exactly. Where he has to deal with certain things. You know, even after his football career is long yeah. over, head I mean, injuries are scary. You know, and and absolutely. You know. And, Okay, he didn't have one last week, but this week he apparently does. So. He 110 yeah. percent did, and thus the reason why you know maybe you have him sit out. I mean, I think that you know, you know, the team as a whole, you know, it could get by in the game with Bridgewater. I mean, that's why he was brought in. I mean, so you get rid of all of the you know the question bad is, media. can we get by with Skylar Thompson? Well, he's going to be our backup. And, yeah, you know, that's, why I'm, that's why I say that. It might well. I I think you know even going further. Yes, I believe we can. I mean, I think the kid's capable of uh, you know of winning us a football game if he had to. You know, obviously with let's this. Hope it, let's hope it doesn't come to that. I I would think Mike in this situation going forward that you know it, it, they're they're going to work him. You know, especially you know starting uh, from now. You know, to where he's going to get reps, and they're going to have him very well prepared. They have to, sure. They have to at this point, because if Bridgewater goes down, then you know, then he's the next man up. So, um, you know, that's the NFL. You know, that's the way it is. You know, we have ten days to 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 figure it all out. Um, you know, this this whole situation with weeks of you know of getting an answer to all this to me is just is just horseshit. You know, I think it's you know. It's a situation where you bring the people involved in, the doctors, you interview them. That that can take one day, okay? You get the reports that they got. That takes one day. What the hell is going to take weeks to get that information? That's ridiculous. I I can't answer that because I don't know. Well, it's absurd. It's absolutely absurd, okay? Weeks. They're just trying to, you know, basically bite time and make this thing you know, kind of like go keep to the it, side. Keep it in the news. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it I in mean, the news. Well, I don't think the NFL wants to keep it no, in no, the news. No, no, no. I'm talking about the NFLPA. They kind of want it. If I was the NFL right now, I would basically say, we will have answers to all your questions by Monday. And that's uh-huh. it. Yeah. You know, we, we've got our team. I mean, all the billions upon billions of friggin' dollars that the NFL makes. You can't do an investigation, even in, no, within a week? You're going to tell me it's going to take weeks? Come on. I'm assuming the same doctor and neurologist uh, you know, were out there again last night. I, Mike, where, where did they go? That's the assumption. <laughs> what did they go, halfway across the world to where they have to you know, bring back paper? I mean, this, the whole thing is just stupid. It's ridiculous. I mean, it, will, it should not take weeks for this investigation to take place. It should take hours. If, yeah, they, if they're exactly. serious about this, it should take hours. You bring the doctors in, they're responsible for this whole situation. You interview them, and then you look at their reports, you look at all their paperwork, because they should definitely have it handy, because both- They can doctor reports, you know? <laughs> right. Supposedly, he was tested, Mike, every day leading up to the game last night, okay? I would believe that. Every day. So everything is fresh, okay? It's not like they're looking at documents that took place in the 1820s or whatever. I mean, uh-huh. you know, or, you know, 40, 50 years ago. It's right there. Just pull it out, interview these people, and give everybody an answer by Monday and clear it and get it the frig out of everybody's hair. And that's it. That's what you do. 
I mean, you're going to drag this on for weeks? For the what? The focus should be on getting to a better. That should be the focus. Yeah. Well, that, that you know, that, Mike, is a, you know, that's that's a whole different situation. You know, I mean, yeah, he has to, you know, he's going to have time now. They should give him whatever he, whatever is Whatever necessary. he needs. Whatever right. he needs, you know. And then, you know, obviously he's going to be completely healthy when he comes back because Lord knows, you know, if something else happens, all the heat that they will get from all of this, God forbid something else happens the minute he comes back. You know, I'm not blaming him in any way. And I'm not, you know. It's not his fault. It, right. it really isn't. I mean. It, 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 you know, it's it's part of the game. It's simple as that. It's, it's part, of, part of his game. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's a situation where, you know, I mean, when I talked about it early on, you know, in regard to him getting rid of the football, you know, I what I what I was saying is is going forward. This is this is something that he has to, he has to be football aware. Yes. and I mean you can't sit back in the pocket for ten seconds and just assume that you're just going to be able to sit there and not either get rid of the ball, run out of the pocket, or at least you know uh, throw the ball down the field to somebody. You know, you have to be aware of of the situation around you. Yep. Um, you know, that's all I was saying. I mean, I wasn't yep. blaming him for no, getting you're injured, right. you know. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. You have to have pocket awareness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or else you know. you're going to have this problem. Yep. You know, so. But, you know, sometimes you just don't see it coming because, you know, one minute right. you're good and the next minute you're on the ground, you know. Yep. So. so anyway. It is what it is. So, yeah. Lewis, we'll be back uh, next week. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, we'll be back with a preview for the Jets. The stinking. Yep lousy jets yep and we're gonna have it out for their asses hopefully we have byron jones uh back and ready to roll you know uh, i hope everybody that listen that listens to us got through the storm okay and yes. uh yep, yep. you know everybody's healthy and happy and uh prayers out to the people over on the west coast oh my god yeah wow really really i mean bad bad situation there um you know so Hopefully we bring a little bit of entertainment to them. Hopefully, if they if they even have something to hear us on, you know. Yeah, yep, <laughs> exactly. Yep. What a horrible thing to have to go through. Very That's, sad. Yeah. Very sad. All right. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Lewis, thanks for joining me this afternoon. And uh, fins up, everybody. We'll get through this. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans Podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care. Podcast Network.